Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Welcome everyone to another edition of Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This is mm-hmm. Ray and, and Heather, Woo-hoo! and we are the dynamic duo here on Everyday Attraction, where we go deeper around the law of attraction, uncovering the everyday skills, the everyday tips and tricks, the way that you can live the law of attraction so that it is bringing you more joy, more expansion. And it's not just theory. It's really living the life that you were meant to live. And we like to study Um, great teachers, leading edge teachers, as we like to call them. And many of them are channels. And one of our house channels that we adore are the teachings of Abraham. So we like to talk about them in a way that is tangible and applicable and have a good time. And this week's show is dedicated to this concept of love at first sight. What Hmm. is it when we fall in love at first sight, whether it be with a mate or a job, or a situation, or an experience, love at first sight, and how do we prepare ourselves for a a love at first sight life, where we're moving from ecstatic relationship to ecstatic experience, and is that even possible in this wonderful world that we live in? And of course, you know, we were talking before the show that it is both, it is both enjoying the love experience, but also appreciating the contrast that shows up when the not so lovely shows up <laughs> and embracing that as well. So it's not an all or nothing. And I think that what I love about these teachings is they're constantly saying, we did not come here for a, f- a feathered nest, people. Hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes I go, really? I'd like a feathered nest for a couple, <laughs> for just a little while. Can I order the feathered nest? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of one of those things we always want the opposite of what we have. You right. know, I want the feathered nest, but then I get bored when I have the feathered nest. And then when I don't have the feathered nest, I want the feathered nest. <laughs> exactly. And some of the terms we're going to be talking about tonight, I think, are you know, a deeper understanding of law of attraction and understanding vibration, which is really all that we talk about here in this metaphysical porch where we we really try to understand the vibrational, the energy, the way that we hold um, certain thought forms and feelings are all moving into this kind of super vibration. And we're going to hear some terms tonight that Abraham is giving to us that I think will be interesting ideas of understanding how we attract, how we are in the world, and how oftentimes, well, not oftentimes, according to them, 
you always have to really live the vibration yourself first before you can experience in the in the manifest world. That's kind of a, a very core teaching of unity. It's a core teaching of many new thought um, understandings is that it's an inside job. But what's interesting is this concept of vibrational, vibrational equivalency is something that, you know, basically means the breakdown of it is that you're not going to experience, experience something that you're not already equivalent to. And and oftentimes when we're looking for love, we're really wanting to connect with someone who's also feeling that love for themselves so that we have a match of I'm loving myself, you're loving yourself, and then we come together and it's explosive and it's love at first sight and it's fabulous. Um, when there isn't that equivalency, when one person is loving themselves and truly connected in with their source and the other one is needing love, ooh, <laughs> things can get a little mm -hmm. interesting. <laughs> and they might feel like love at first sight in the first hour, <laughs> but it also yeah. can turn out to be something else. So we're, we'll hear a little bit about relationships too. And I just, I just think this idea of, of preparation is really interesting, you know, are you preparing yourself vibrationally, metaphysically, in your prayer work, in your meditation work? Are you preparing yourself for the life that you want that day, today? Uh, I think that's such an interesting question for all of us who follow these principles and want to really experience them. You know, what are we doing to prepare ourselves on a daily basis to experience the life that we want? How are we becoming a vibrational equivalency before we leave the house? You know, I mean, mm. that's, that's a question. Cause I know we're kind of, I know we're all running around. We got a lot going on. Um, but it's such an important, it's that, uh, that thing they talk a lot about called pre-paving. Yeah. You know, that concept of pre-paving that, um, that, you actually are preparing your future now, you know, that you are. When I notice you know, for me, go ahead. It's, it's, it's the, sometimes there's the pre-paving and then sometimes there's beating the drum of what is and beating the drum of what is, is like just focusing on what is happening right now. And then the other times is like what I'd like to have happen. But I get that I want to spend more time pre-paving and less time beating the drum of what is. <laughs> exactly. Especially if what is isn't really what you're wanting, you know. Right. And um, they, I like how Abraham talks about this concept of segments. This, Like we all live segments in our lives. We, we get up and we take a shower and we breakfast. And now we're going to go get in our car. New segment, new segment. We get in our car, we go to work. And we're about to go into work. New segment, new segment. And they had this idea that, you know, if you can just stop before you enter a new segment, like before you pick up a phone call, that's a new segment. So maybe while there's just let it ring one more time and prepare and set a tone for expectation. I, I just think this is such an interesting way of using the law of attraction and really understanding the importance of our participation in the moment prior to the moment happening <laughs> you know it's like right it's like just getting ahead of it just setting the tone before you actually move physically into it because as we know energy 
and and the fact that it doesn't it isn't you know held by the same constraints that we are in the physical energy can move ahead in time it can go before you and prepare a place if you will that sounds really biblical it goes before you to prepare mm-hmm. a place <laughs> but this idea of of taking a moment and and breathing and setting an intention um, setting a tone before work or before a meeting or before a phone call or before a trip. Um, I like the discipline of that. I don't always do it. But when I do, man, it really works, you know, um, when you work it. <laughs> when you it, work it. It, it. Not all the time, but I really find like if I, if I remember that this, that if I'm about vibrational equivalency, if I have a certain idea of what I want to experience, then I'm going to have to go there with my faculties of imagination first. I'm going to have to feel the love first. I'm going to have to feel the prosperity first. I'm going to have to set the tone so that my wheel starts spinning in such a way that the law of attraction can now match me up with the equivalency of what I've set out. But oftentimes we kind of live in a bit of a default world where an experience happens and, you know, we kind of react to it and we set a tone for the level of reaction. And then that equivalency comes in, right? It Like it's not mm-hmm. personal, but that part of it is really interesting to watch too. Um, and I think we've all experienced that where we get up ornery and suddenly everybody's ornery all day long. <laughs> yeah. You know? And and that's fun to look at. I mean, it's not uh, an opportunity to to beat oneself up, but it's to say, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? You know, isn't that interesting? <laughs> I like that. Instead of thinking about, oh, how am I going to get through this? It's just, hmm, isn't that interesting? How did I find myself here? What kind of um, equivalency have I been offering? And it's about information gathering. But don't you think the tricky part, Heather, is that we don't just use circumstances to gather information. We use circumstances to beat ourselves up. Like, oh, I should have known better. I should have prayed harder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's that self metaphysical malpractice that we do, you know, that we don't even get to really jump to the fact that there is an opportunity here to use the law in a way that is is really going to support us. Instead, we just beat ourselves up for not knowing better or doing better. And then we just keep stuck in that place, you know, of 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 an equivalency of, of self-judgment, which really is not fun because then you just get more self-judgment reflection-wise. So it, it is important, I think, to just take a moment and and say, isn't this interesting? And what is it that I want? And we're going to listen to yeah. a, li- a little bit of a segment, uh, and we're listening to a, a recent workshop. And um, those of you who know the show and are familiar with the show, we listen to Esther Hicks interpreting as Abraham. The um, we call that her her higher self, broader knowing, but it's also a part of you. You have an Abraham inside you, your broader knowing, your whole self, your high self, and it is often fun to lend an ear to to what is happening on that leading edge. And we're going to play just a little bit of a a more recent workshop that talks about this preparing for love. And, um, but we also encourage you to get the entire track at abraham-hicks.com. 
and pretty much order everything you can there because it's awesome. And uh, they do a lot of great trips too. And this one actually was a trip that they took to Mexico and, um, and they were there for two weeks, which just sounds glorious. But uh, let's check in to hear a little bit about how to prepare oneself for love at first sight. Here we go. I was just having a conversation with the man that was here this morning, and we discussed about love at first sight and momentum. To have an experience of love at first sight, do we have to practice it? Do we have to build the momentum, and does the woman has to do the same so that the, when the two person meet, then there is this love at first sight that will last? Perfect description. Yeah. And there's two people tuned in to who they really are. Law of attraction bringing them together because of their vibrational equivalency and because of their alignment, each recognizing the other. Love at first sight. But both have to practice it? Or the question is, or if someone just, because you see, it doesn't matter what the other thing, doesn't matter what the other person, if you perceive it this way, if you think this way, and if you are tuned in, tapped in, turned on, then. You see, that, that, that's the, the question. Then you will meet that stronger, I mean, you, your power of influence will be so strong that you will attract The piece that is important is that law of attraction is bringing you together because of your vibrational equivalency. So if you're there and she isn't, law of attraction is not going to bring the two of you together. It is a possibility that you could have practiced yourself there and you could be consistently there and the other is occasionally there and just happened to be and law of attraction says quick while she's there <laughs> and now you have a connection but it may not be lasting because she hasn't practiced herself into a stable vibration there we would say that 85, 92, 79% of relationships are like that. Where one more than the other, you come together, you don't maintain it, and then you don't like each other very much for very long. And is it that if the person really always we call because what happens in most relationships when it's over, people talk about the reason why it stopped. But if we don't do that, only recall the good reasons and the good souvenir, then you build that momentum and you build and you build it? Precisely. Is that the way? You practice yourself into a chronic habit. And then you have a consistent vibration that, of course, will dip occasionally, but you're usually there. So then the odds are, since you're there more, that law of attraction will find others to match you with. So the, the, the idea is never to talk about anything. The idea is to understand that you are a vibrational offerer and to do your best to offer the vibration that will yield to you experiences that you want. Our friend was talking a little bit ago about the other shoe dropping, having an experience that she did not want to have, where she experienced negative emotion. But we would like all of you to leave this gathering at the end of this time together, no longer condemning yourself for your negative emotion because it's all part of the process. You just want to do your best to keep... Let, let's talk about it in this way. So 
we've been offering in past the story about the merry-go-round in the playground that the kids are already on it they've already got it going rather quickly and you want on but you can't get on because when you try there's too much momentum and you just get bounced off in the bushes now if they'll slow it down then you could get on and then you could speed it up and it could be great fun so now we want to expand that visual by saying Let's say that you're feeling really, really good. You've been basking, you've been making lists of positive aspects, you've been doing rampages of appreciation, you've been pampering yourself, you went to the beach, you went to the spa, you ate good food, you're feeling really, really good. And so your vibration is in a very high-flying, good-feeling place. So let's take that mental picture of that spinning disc and let's call that your disc and you're on it. You're feeling great. Now there's another very needy person roaming around the pool, <laughs> trolling for a man. She feels lonely, she feels rejected, and she's mad as hell and she's not going to take it anymore. So. Well, we'll find out what happens around the pool. <laughs> You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. We're going to take a quick break. We're talking about love at first sight, and we'll be back. Stay tuned. Don't think about it. Let it unfold. Let it go. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. 
break. You're listening to Ray and Heather here on Everyday Attraction on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. And we have an awakening teacher as we're listening to the teachings of Abraham this this gorgeous day. And I think what was so interesting, Heather, about that segment, we're just talking about love at first sight and preparing for love at first sight. And we've been talking a lot, I think probably for the last couple of weeks, this idea of momentum. You know, that we all have a certain amount of momentum happening, whether it be positive or negative, it has an energy to it. And that, you know, I loved as they were talking about the fact that, you know, in order to have that great love bliss experience, you've got to be really doing your work before. And that really the opportunity then when you do your work prior to an experience, you can move very easily into an equivalency, but that doesn't mean that other person is going to stay there. It was that funny how they talked about, <laughs> you know, that 92.79% of all relationships, I <laughs> <laughs> liked how they kept doing that survey of the vibration that, you know, you might be feeling good and you pop into this place and you meet somebody and they're in a good place. But neither one of you or maybe one of you hasn't practiced that place. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of like after the honeymoon. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> you know, that ex- I know. Yeah, that experience where, you know, you just suddenly it felt good at the time. It seemed like there was a match happening. So this idea of consistency and stability is really interesting, too. You know, have you had that experience where? It seemed like it was a good match, <laughs> but I have had that experience. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm in the middle of that. Well, I mean, my personal life. I'm right in the middle of a divorce right now, um, and I've I've had the attraction, and I've realized after the fact that there was a really strong reason for us to come together. And because I'm a mom of two lovely young ladies and I have um, had relationships with both their dads and that after having the girls and realizing that that was the attraction, that was the the reason for us to come together was to have these amazing girls. And that was, um, there was no other reason to be, I mean, not that there was no other reason, that's not the right way to say it, that the energetic um, attraction didn't stay connected after that meeting. I don't know. I'm trying to use the right words, but the energy shifted. Well, it's after that equivalency. The initial, you know, that idea of the, fulfilled. It's the idea of that equivalency again. You know that that can shift and change in a relationship, and and I think that that's something that is an interesting term to discuss and really feel is when the equivalency has shifted and whether both parties are willing to do anything about it. And sometimes, you know, like you said, it's it's actually kind of a divine unfolding. It was a coming together and it happened and things were beautiful that came out of it. And then you need to let it go. It's like you don't want to chase equivalency. <laughs> you know, you want to decide who it is that you want to be and then match whoever shows up and not try to, to, to make a relationships that are no longer equivalent, equivalent. I think that that, that's something that, that can be very challenging, but this idea. And it reminds me of that statement that they say some people are in your life for 
a season, a reason, a lifetime, and that sometimes you match energetically for short what we would call experiences of time, and other times they could be lengthier or or they could be an entire lifetime. But there is a connection energetically at this at one moment or more than one moment, and we get to choose <laughs> where we want to vibrate, where we yeah. want to hang. Exactly. And I think releasing the judgment around that is part of, I think, a maturing of our understanding of relationships. Um, and and the idea really is what's, what is our own self-care? What is our own personal commitment to ourselves first and foremost so that relationships can simply match the high self that we have become, we have evolved to? But this idea of practicing yourself into a chronic habit of feeling good, of remembering who you are, of connecting to that broader knowing. I love that idea of a of a practice into a chronic habit. I mean, those are usually all negative terms, you know. It's a chronic, yeah, you know. They are. But it really can serve us to be disciplined and practiced to be chronically happy, chronically feeling the love, chronically looking to the positive aspect of everything that's happening, um, releasing to resistance what is, because it is, it is, get, get over it, right? Um, I think that this idea of, of really setting our intention to dip occasionally, but not all the time. You know, it's, it's really an interesting intention to set and say, I'm going to practice myself chronically into a habit of happiness. We never talk about that. You know, a chronic <laughs> habit, chronic, I have got happiness. this habit of happiness. I can't, I just can't seem to stop being happy. <laughs> you know, and it's kind of like when people talk about an addiction, we think of it as a negative thing. And somebody's like, Oh, what's your, addi-? I always have this joke. I say, I do have this really big addiction. They're like, Oh, what is it? And I'm like, I'm addicted to water and air. <laughs> exactly. Can't get enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm addicted to happiness. It's a chronic habit. (laughs) Yeah, and addicted to God, addicted to divinity, addicted to love um, in that broader holistic knowing. I'm addicted to my own worthiness. Mm, That's a great one. I'm chronically, habitually thinking about how amazing my life is. And I'm chronically and habitually um, watching how amazing I am in the world. I mean, these are kinds of things that people go, oh, you know, how do you do that? Because it's so different than often the momentum that we set up. And, and you know, it really goes down to the metaphysics of this. It's, it just comes back to the science, if you will. You know, you got to offer what you want first in order to experience it because everything starts in the super vibration first. So what do you want? And, you know, one thing that they talk about, it, it's a little bit of a catch-22 is they've talked about, um, this a lot is you got to be happy to be happy. Mm-hmm. And, and at first you feel like, well, well, that's kind of unfair, <laughs> but it makes sense from a metaphysical standpoint is that in order to be happy, you have to be happy. You know, it, it feeds on itself. It is a chronic habitual repetition of energy that's reflecting itself back to you. And, but you have to set the tone, wow. you know, I love that idea of not waiting for circumstances to show up in order for me to be happy, but that I can use my faculty of imagination to conjure up happiness right here and right now, no matter what's going on on the technical side of life. Yeah. You know, 
that's that's one of the things that I think about with my kids, like where you talk, where we talk about, you know, when they say things like so and so hurt my feelings and so and so made me this way and that way and. You know, we talk about like, well, where you're at it, you have a choice to feel a certain way. But that concept is like kind of interesting because we're so programmed to really think that something happened to us or we're made to feel a certain way because of an incident that we're out. It's out of our control. Right. No, I think that's such an important thing, especially for kids to be able to say, you can take back your power and decide to shift this. You can decide to let it go. You can decide to focus on something else. And that is something I think that is, if you can get a hold of that at a young age and work on that muscle, if you will, you can get to the point where you can shift yourself out of anything, you know, and I I think we all kind of know people like that who just don't stay down for long. Um, they're not fake. They just know better and they know enough to not stay down in that, um, unworthiness stuff or stay down in that disconnected place because it doesn't really feed anything more, but more of it, of its own feeling and that own experience. But when, in that last segment that we were listening to, the other part that I thought was really interesting is, you know, they set up the scene where, you know, you're basking, you're, you're doing your work of positive aspecting, you're pampering yourself, you're in a really high place. And then you go out to the pool and see who's there. <laughs> you know, where the other way around it is you just go out to the pool and try to look for someone who's going to make you feel better, which is not using. Yeah. <laughs> and probably the first thing you see, oh, that'll do. That's a good distraction. But um, I really love this idea that, you know, they kind of set the scene that that if you're basking and pampering and really treating yourself well, I I think as a spiritual practice, um, many of us who come from more traditional religious backgrounds have a really hard time with this because it's supposed to be all about service and giving and being a sacrifice and being an example. And so this idea of, oh, no, if you want the life, you've got to pamper and bask and place yourself in that that place of feeling divine and first as a practice, as a spiritual practice, that spa date that you keep putting off, that's a spiritual practice. Can we get a whoop whoop for the spa spiritual practice? (laughs) (laughs) You know, this idea of treating oneself well in order to create a healthy life, create a equivalent life is really is really fascinating because I think a lot of times, especially when it comes to relationships, we're looking out there for someone who's going to help us feel better. You know, we're often, yeah. looking, you know, we, we want someone who's going to make it better. We want someone who's going to take us to the spa, right? Um, and that's mm-hmm. that's where things get a little wonky <laughs> because then <laughs> nobody, yeah, like yeah. That. no one's doing their own work, right? We're we're looking for that other person to be doing their work and then therefore feel, making us feel better. Um, yeah. And, and that's where things get a little tricky. So, well, let's go back to the pool and find out what happens when our high-flying, high-vibing gentleman 
uh, meets up with somebody who hasn't been practicing those vibrations and is just trolling for a man, <laughs> as they say. Here we go. She's moving around. Law of attraction is not going to put her anywhere near your vicinity. In other words, she might see you, but you won't see her. She might talk to you, but you won't hear her. In other words, she's not getting on your wheel. She's not going to get on your wheel. But let's say you woke up, you didn't have any hot water, you felt annoyed about one thing or another, you didn't take any time to tune yourself in, you got an email about something that's been bothering you, you found that subject and focused upon it, you called someone and talked to them about it, you managed to get yourself in a sort of funk, and so you're not up here your disc your wheel your vibrational state of being isn't there your point of attraction let's call this your grid your grid disc <laughs> so it's spinning here you're ornery you're annoyed she's lonely <laughs> she's jumping on your wheel <laughs> she is and the way you feel, you can't even tell it's a mismatch. Because it isn't. She looks great. Where have you been all my life? Because you can't remember how you were. You only know how you are. And law of attraction is not factoring how you have been in either. Law of attraction is factoring in how you are, how you are. Ooh. But how you are has a lot to do with how you've been because you've been practicing yourself into that. In other words, you don't stay up here all the time, but you don't go here, 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 here. Well, not usually. There are extreme situations. You're usually in the vicinity that you hang out. And so are those who are finding you, you see. So it doesn't matter. We don't want to give you the impression that we are laying any judgment about where your wheel is spinning whether it's in the high flying good feeling places where the world looks beautiful or in the low flying not so good places where things don't look so good we just want you to know that how you feel and who jumps on your wheel are about the same thing they're about what you've got going on but in this case you're talking about it won't last because it's not serving well, the intention. The thing is, there are a lot of people who jump on those low flying wheels and they bang it out together for years and years and years. They're right for each other. They're right for each other. They're miserable, but they're right for each other. You see? So when you talk about something lasting, the only thing that we would focus on that we would want to be everlasting is our awareness of our own alignment. Aha, there it is. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with Ray and Heather. We're going to be right back after the break. And when we come back, we'll dive even more into this idea of your spinning disc. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Reverend Paulette's mantra is, it's all a prayer. 
Tune in every Tuesday as Unity Minister Paulette Pipe leads you in meditation and prayer on Touching the Stillness. Make no mistake, this is not nap time. With an energy that will captivate you, Touching the Stillness will guide you in deep meditation, leaving you enlivened. Hear astounding meditations and learn more about different forms of meditation. Enrich your prayer life as Reverend Paulette, Senior Minister of Touching the Stillness Ministries, affirmatively prays with power and authority by taking live prayer requests from callers like you. Whether you have a prayer request for yourself or for a loved one or are ready for a deepened meditation experience, make sure you tune in on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time, where we'll be joining in consciousness with the unceasing prayer activity of the Silent Unity 24-7 Prayer Ministry at Unity Village. That's Touching the Stillness with Rev. Paulette Pipe every Tuesday right here on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Letting go in the stillness. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, only on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Don't think about it. Let it You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. As you know, you're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. And we're awakening to what's really happening when people come together and bang it out for a while. Wasn't that an interesting segment, Heather, where they, you know, this whole idea of them, you know, interesting entering in this idea of a disc i keep saying this like this disc the spinning disc this wheel this point of attraction they even went so far as to say a grid disc like we need another grid <laughs> type of analogy now i know <laughs> let's see we got vortex we got grids um but it's it's really interesting when you when you step back and look at kind of the science of it that there is a certain momentum that happens and that momentum has an attraction field and like attracts like, etc. Um, and I think it is interesting to say to oneself, well, where am I spinning? You know, and if mm-hmm. and if you don't check in, and then stuff happens, then you know where you're spinning. You're like, oh, look at that. But the key in that point is to not condemn or judge negative emotion or negative circumstances. You know, 
how can we stop doing that? <laughs> you know, and just taking it in as really good information from what you're wanting and where you want to go and not to get crippled by how did I get here again? Um, you know, we, and we really want to factor in the fact that law of attraction works in one time zone only. And that's now Mm -hmm. that felt good. You know, it's not vibrating where you were yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Or 10 years ago or five years ago or tomorrow. Yeah. It's right here, which to me feels like that gateway of freedom because Mm -hmm. that means I can reset, 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 reset if it's not working. Um, I'm so happy that the law of attraction truly is a, a now moment thing. But of course, you know, they said, you know, how are you? How are you? But oftentimes it has to do with where you've been because we don't reset. We just keep kind of spinning and repeating, um, in the way that we react, you know, and you usually hang out in a certain vicinity. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting we hang out in a certain vicinity and yet it's our opportunity or or possibility to change that whatever we want whenever we want to. Yeah. But it has to come from that desire or that intention. Yes. And so I think what you're saying about checking in with ourselves and saying, Where where am I vibrating? Where am I hanging out? Am I am I trolling at the pool? <laughs> <laughs> am I Am I Let's looking get real with right. myself right now, you know? <laughs> Am I looking for love in all the wrong places? Yeah. And, you know, how you feel is who jumps on the wheel. I think that that's such an important rule of the game to know yeah. um, and, and to observe that and to, to embrace that. And, and like you said, you can choose again. If this is not the neighborhood that's working for me and I've been here a while it's, you know, there's something that happens when you understand these laws and you suddenly realize you had more freedom than you knew that you had, uh, that you can move neighborhoods, you know, that you can really shift with some pretty simple, profound principles that don't need a college degree or some sort of mm. mountaintop experience. It's just, it's almost built into us once we remember that we can choose again, that we can shift our focus that nobody is controlling how we think and where we're focusing if we choose not to. And that is a real awakening, you know, where we realize that we can choose again. Yeah. That feel that freedom of choose again, choose again, choose again, choose again, choose again. There's no judgment. Like it doesn't matter how many times you've chosen something different that you don't want. doesn't matter, you know, anything. None of the circumstances matter. It's just, you can choose again, choose again. It'd be like having the unlimited amount of, I don't know. I'm just thinking about like those games you play at the, at the fair, you know, when you're trying to um, shoot the, the knock down the milk, cans or whatever it is but you have an unlimited amount of balls and an unlimited amount of time and eventually you keep throwing the ball you're gonna <laughs> something's gonna happen <laughs> you're gonna bring, you're gonna get that goldfish yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> and but i think that they have often said that and i've always gotten such solace from that and kind of just comfort is that there's always another ship coming in 
there's always an ability to choose again. You've never missed the boat. You've never gotten to your gotten so deep and down that you can't turn it around. You can always get there from exactly where you are. Uh, and I think that there is, is just such comfort and such appreciation for that knowing and that it can happen fast. It can happen in a quantum moment um, where you're able to say enough of this. I'm changing my vibrational neighborhood and I'm going to do that, but I, by focusing somewhere other than where the situation is, it's not working for me, or I'm going to focus on appreciation, or I'm going to really step back and appreciate the sun coming up today and yep. without my help. Um, and, and just tricks of the trade that start to loosen up that momentum that slow down the disc that you don't want to be on enough for you to jump the heck off of it and then go looking for uh, a new disc to spin with um, because you are now choosing to spin yourself. And, and I think that that is such powerful information in the mechanics, the mechanics of law of attraction, because then you can start to see every day, um, you know, how am I spinning and who's jumping on my wheel? I love this stuff. It's really kind of very applicable. So, you know, it's just, I'm yeah. just thinking about like looking around, like you're on the wheel and you're looking around going, who's on my wheel? Let me check these characters out. You know, like, what are they wear? Like, what are they wearing? Like, almost like Superman and there's Spider-Man over there <laughs> hanging out on my wheel. Uh, then there's sometimes where you have those days where you're like, oh no, 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 <laughs> don't tell me you're on my wheel. <laughs> How did you get on my wheel? <laughs> I have to go meditate. <laughs> well, let's get back to the workshop and hear a little bit more about how we can really work with these energies in a profound way. And if you're tending to it as best you can, and your partner or whoever you're co-creating with it is tending to it as best they can, you're going to have lots of wonderful moments. And remember... You're not looking for a partner. This is really an important thing to acknowledge. First time we've ever been able to say it this clearly. You're on your wheel. You're feeling really good. You want a partner, but that partner is not essential to your well-being. You've already got that. You've already got well-being. And your partner's not needing your well-being. You're already self-sufficient in the alignment department. And now when you come together, it's just delicious on so many levels, you see. But people who are vibrating on these lower discs, feeling needy or feeling unloved, they keep needing each other in order to validate their existence. And that's what doesn't usually work out very well. They're looking for love in all the wrong places. Now, if we were standing in your physical shoes, we'd take it where we find it. In other words, we would. We would take it where we find it. We would not say, we would not say, law of attraction, hold off on matching me up with anything because law of attraction is not going to hold off on matching you up. Law of attraction is matching you up with what you've got going on. We would watch the evidence of what's matching up in order to evaluate where our disc is. 
and then we would take that information and work on getting our disc to fly. But, but between the two, working to have this disc really high and thinking about uh, love at first sight, then Maybe you, you, can't. Just go, you go there first because this will bring it or not. Love at first sight. In other words, what if the person who has the greatest potential of ringing your bells and living happily ever after with you is having a bad day? <laughs> so it's not love at first sight, it's you're having a bad day. Don't place those restrictions on yourself. Just focus on what you're doing vibrationally and trust that law of attraction will support you with what you're doing vibrationally. And then make your evaluations about how you're doing based upon how you feel and what's coming to you. And then adjust accordingly. Those are really good instructions. Adjust accordingly. People floating into your experience that you're not enjoying so much. They're complaining all the time. They're unhappy. They're looking to you to buoy them up. You might want to change your vibration because they didn't get there accidentally. Mm -hmm. They got there because there's a significant amount of your vibration that matches their vibration. You see? So if you don't like what's coming, you got to change your altitude and you're the only one that could do it. But most people say, well, I'll change my altitude, but somebody needs to hop on to help me. And we say, everybody who hops on is right about where you are. Even in that high flying place, you're still, ooh, you're still reaching for more. So you might want an occasional shoot a drop. When you say adjust accordingly, in my case right now, I have this woman that I like as a friend and I don't have sort of the emotion I'm looking for you and you know exactly what I'm talking about so how can I adjust accordingly right now by looking for positive aspects by appreciating the information that is bringing back to you by positive aspects really is the best way by looking for things to appreciate and by not letting that person be your only object of attention you see this is a misunderstanding with a lot of people when you are vying for a magnificent relationship, you can be on a high flying disc, never even thinking about a relationship and the perfect one will come to you because you didn't tell the vortex. You didn't feel your vortex full of all of the details of it. Just now you've been telling the universe what you want over a long period of time from many different circumstances. So the request is already in place. And that vortex, we've been pointing at it here for a visual. It's really there. In other words, your vortex is there. It's up there in that high flying space. So now anytime you adjust your vibration upward, now you're approaching and making more accessible to you the filling in of your grid with things in the vortex that. Ooh, it's good stuff. Good, good breakdown. Um, that last segment, you know, what, what was so, um, amazing for me in that last segment and, and I knew this, but it's always so good to hear it mm -hmm. is that, is that the key is you're on your wheel and you don't need a partner to feel well-being. That's yeah. already taken care of, you know? Oh man, that's so important. It's so important. It, it's almost like, oh, yeah, that's right. You, I forgot. <laughs> I already have well-being. I'm not looking for someone to help me 
feel and be well-being. I already have that part and mm-hmm. a partner would be fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. But to look for a partner for well-being, to feel well-being. Oh boy, that's some trouble. That's trouble, trouble, trouble. But I just love that remembering. Again, that's the the work. That's the high-flying work. That's the, you know, the real connecting in with that beloved relationship with source. You know, having that be romance number one. You know, because then that is just, you're just full up. You get who you are. You're not, there's no kind of like, I'm half and I need you to make me whole and all that kind of craziness because you are essentially a whole high vibrating person. It's just remembering that and then not needing each other to validate one another. Ooh, that was a good one, you know? Yeah. To validate. Well, because it makes me think, you know, about all my life when I was a little kid, I feel like. I just wanted to be validated, especially, you know, by my mom, let's say our moms and our dads, right? Yeah. The people that are the most important role models. Exactly. Exactly. And then one has to struggle so much, you know? And I think that that's really something that we want to, to let go of that need for validation, that need to run to validation. And that, you know, and that law of attraction is not going to stop matching us up. It's, it's okay. <laughs> it's not like, oh, don't match me up until I get my high vibrating disc <laughs> going. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. You know, don't, that. don't match me up until I have stopped trying to validate myself through others. No, law of attraction is going to match you up, you know, and just use it as good information. It's it's good. It's good fact finding. <laughs> You know, it's the CSI of metaphysical fact finding. What have I done now? <laughs> you know, but you're right that that initial validation of wanting to be validated by parents and then going into our relationships and adult relationships looking for that same validation. Oh, it's just so much pain comes from that, you know? Yeah. Ooh. I, just, I love that book. I don't know. I was thinking about this yesterday. There's this book. I can't remember the author, Terry, somebody. Um, it's called What You Think of Me is None of My Business. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I don't even need to read the book. I just hold it, you know, look at the <laughs> look at the title and just hold it in my hand and energetically get the, the vibe. It's like, I don't need to worry about anything. Like they, like they said, we're, the well-being is already taken care of. The law of attraction is working, you know, with or without us wanting, either knowing about it or intending. It just, it is. It's like the law of gravity. And all is well. And we don't have to worry about anything. We don't have to worry about what other people think or, you know, it's just so much easier than we make it out to be sometimes. so true. It's an elegant, simplistic universe in that way. And I think, you know, again, we don't judge ourselves, but we make evaluations. How do I feel and what's coming to us? How do I feel and what's coming to us? And if you're not feeling good and what's coming to you isn't good, adjust accordingly. Adjust accordingly. I love that. I just almost want to get a t-shirt. Adjust accordingly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get the information. Um, don't go crazy. Adjust accordingly and change your altitude. Altitude. I love that. Your attitude and your altitude. Um, and you don't need someone else to do that. You are equipped. You are equipped to do that. And actually, we have come to the end of our hour. So I am so grateful for you, Heather. And I know that you're a positive aspect <laughs> that I practice. And that is part of my high vibrating disc. <laughs> and I appreciate you so much. And I thank you mm. for 
you know, spending this time together as we explore more deeply these principles and how we can use them in our daily lives and, and just really for the reason of more joy and, and more expression. So we and thank I you. I appreciate you too and all of you guys because it's all of us. Yes, coming together and, and waking up in a beautiful way. And we thank you all for listening to the show. If you want to email us, you can email us at everydayattraction at gmail.com. And as always, we look forward to spending another hour with you next week. And until then, adjust accordingly, people. Mm -hmm. Lots of love. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.